0: Hello everybody, I'm Bob Maine. Welcome to another episode of the Handgun World Podcast. This is episode 643 and this is being recorded on March 3rd, 2024. Well, I'm back. I've been gone for to about two and a half months. Those of you that follow me on social media, Facebook and Twitter, you know I had a Serious injury happened to me on Christmas Eve of 2023. For some of you that don't know, I was burned in a fire. We had a kitchen fire in our house, and I suffered some third-degree burns on my feet and one of my legs. So, I was hospitalized for six days, and then I've been on a very long, slow, and extremely painful recovery. Here at home, Uh, it's been terrible. It's been a really rough fight. I'm just now coming back to the point, or I've arrived back to the point where I can think clearly and not be all um, strung out on a whole lot of pain medications. And I get enough relief in my pain right now to be able to think straight. I had to have skin grafts on my feet and legs. Uh, It was pretty serious stuff. It's still pretty serious. I'm not even close to being 100% healed yet. I'm getting closer, but I'm not there yet. It may be two, three more months or so. Uh, At least I'm hoping. And I'm hoping hoping I don't have any permanent damage and side effects. Although I might, and it might be something I'm going to have to live with. So uh, I, I wanted to let you know that if you haven't learned that already. So what do I do now? Yeah, what about how am I gonna shoot now? And what's my what's my shooting gonna look like? And in my self defense practice and my general preparedness. So that's what I want to talk about in this episode. And um, that's the primary subject. So let me start off by talking about Shooting. Uh, I have not shot a gun uh, since it was uh, about a week before Christmas uh, last year. So, it's been, you know, close to... It's been about two and a half months since I've shot a handgun. A little bit more than two and a half months. I'm sure my skills have gone down. They've degraded because I was regularly shooting every two to three weeks at least a competition match or going to the range to practice and I intend to get back to that but it's a perishable skill. All I've been doing is a little bit of dry fire practice the last couple of weeks and it's even be, been hard for me to concentrate on that. So I'm sure that my shooting skills have gone down. So I guess one of the things I'm going to be focusing uh, is starting from square one and practicing again. When you have an injury like I've had that keeps you off the shooting range, and and there might be some of you listening to this that have had an injury like this, I'd love to hear from you. How did you start practicing again? Where did you start? What did you do? I I would love to hear from you. Uh, You you can email me, handgunworld at gmail.com. You can call in a voicemail. I still use that old-fashioned way, called voicemails 210-646-1727 210-646-1727 I've had people send me an audio file, make an audio recording send it to me, you can do that. I would like to hear about it and or even put something on Facebook or social media. You know, I'm one of those old-fashioned people that I still use Facebook a little bit. <laughs> um I'm probably just going to have to continue with dry fire for at least another month or two before I can actually get out there. The problem is it's hard for me to stand for more than about 10 minutes without experiencing a lot of pain. And I probably wouldn't be able to concentrate on shooting practice when I've got that much pain that I'm dealing with. Therefore... I have to stick to dry fire practice. The last episode that has been published was when I did an interview with John Payne about dry practice, practicing dry with your handgun. So if you, if you listened to episode 642, that's what it's all about. And I think I'm going to re-listen to that excellent interview. If you haven't listened to that already, uh, please do. I'm going to have to re listen to that and just kind of start from the basics. Then, after I do that, I'm going to have to get to the range, even if I have to sit. Um, You know, that's, I've practiced that a lot. I've practiced shooting while sitting. Uh, I've done that a lot. So, now I guess is a great opportunity for me to practice that. I really need to get to the range and sit down. My. My local indoor range, the one that's closest to my house, does not have the ability, they don't have the setup for me to sit and shoot. But, the outdoor range that I like to go to, that I am a member of, I can do that there. And most, outran- most outdoor ranges, you can do that there. So, I'm going to have to get back there and, and shoot from a sitting position. And there's a lot that I can do. I can even draw from a shooting, shooting uh, sitting position. Excuse me. You need to practice that. If you haven't practiced drawing from a sitting position, uh, there's an art to it. There's a right way and a wrong way to do it. I've been taught the right way. And it's, a, it's an important skill to practice. You may have to defend yourself while you're in a sitting position. While you're in your vehicle, maybe you're sitting at your desk, maybe you're sitting at home, maybe you're sitting out in public somewhere. Uh, It brings to mind the incident here in Texas that happened at a restaurant recently where a legally armed citizen who was concealed carrying uh, took care of an attacker that came into the restaurant with a gun and i think the i think the attacker was trying to rob the place or kill somebody or maybe both I, i'm not quite sure but the legally armed citizen engaged intervened and of course the good guy with the gun stopped the bad guy with the gun so that's folks that's never going to change it's just never going to change the good guy with the gun is usually going to be the one that most probably stops the bad guy with a gun. The good guy might be law enforcement. The good guy might be ex-military. Who knows? The good guy might be uh, an ordinary citizen like me who carries and, and believes strongly in it and defends themselves or their family or stops some kind of an incident that is taking place. Uh, who Who can argue with that? That's a really tough position to argue with. As a matter of fact, I think most gun rights advocates like you and I and many of you listening to this podcast, I think we should talk more about that. We should talk more about the good guy or the good citizen with the gun stopping the bad guy or the bad citizen with the gun that wants to do harm. So I'll get back to the range pretty soon. Practice from a sitting position so that uh, I don't, I'm not too hard on my feet that are still trying to recover from third degree burns. I got the burns on the bottom and the top of my feet and all the way up to my knee on my left side. So it's a pretty, pretty serious and it's a pretty tough thing to go through. Anyway, enough of all that. Uh, I'm probably just going to have to practice marksmanship at first. It's going to be a while before I can move and shoot again. That's my goal is to be able to move and shoot again. I'd love to go back to a competition match or take a short training class coming up soon where I can move and shoot. But moving and shooting is going to be a long way off for me. I'm not going to be able to do that for a while. But I can do a lot of things from a sitting position. I can definitely... Practice the marksmanship, I can practice multiple target shooting, I can practice reloading, I can practice clearing malfunctions. I I can do a lot of things in practice, I just can't move my feet much. And I can stand for the 10 minutes, so I'll probably shoot from a standing position for about 5 to 10 minutes until I can't take that anymore. And then I'll sit back down and keep practicing. But I hope I'm talking about something that resonates. With you, I have learned from many years of shooting and teaching classes on shooting and just watching people in general that a lot of people just don't practice much from sitting position or from their vehicle or shooting from a table, things like that. And I'll bet your skills are, if you don't practice that, I bet it's going to be a lot harder for you to shoot like that. Hopefully you agree. And, and many of you might have stories about that too. I'd like to hear some comparisons. And when I say comparisons, I mean what is it like when you shoot from a sitting down position versus a standing position? Tell me a little bit about that. You know, I'll never forget Ben Branham and I, we were teaching, I think in Ohio it was, several years ago six or seven years ago we were teaching our beyond Conceal carry class in Ohio and a disabled man came to the class and he was in his wheelchair pretty much the whole time and he was very very grateful that we helped him learn how to improve his skills and now I find myself in that position now how ironic folks you know you got to prepare. You just don't know when the stink is going to hit the fan. I'm going to go back to my days of doing the today's survival show podcast where I talked a lot about how are you preparing when the when the crap hits the fan? A lot of people just don't think about certain things, you know? They do the general survival stuff, the general preparedness. You know, they stock the food, they stock the water, they stock the ammunition, they freeze dry their foods. Hopefully, they're preparing financially and, you know, maybe they buy some gold and silver and things like that. But many people don't prepare for what happens if you have a health issue. What happens if you have an accident like I had? What happens if you have some kind of a medical issue? What happens if you get cancer like I did nine, nine years ago? And praise God, I beat that. Okay? Well, do you prepare for stuff like that? And there's a lot of things to think about. Um, have you taught your family how to take care of you? Has your family ever thought it through? How are they going to take care of you if you get into some kind of an accident and you have to rely on home care? Uh, which is what I have to do. I can't rely on a re- rehabilitation facility. I can't go into some kind of a rehab home uh, or nursing home or anything like that. I don't have that financial ability. And, and uh, you know, that's just not... So I'm, I'm having to rely and thank God my wonderful wife has basically learned to be a nurse. Um, is there somebody in your family that has learned that? Is there somebody in your family that is a nurse? That would be prepared and able to take care of you. Uh, This is all general survival stuff that you need to know. And that you need to probably think through. What kind of supplies do you have at home? What kind of medical supplies do you have at home? I have been fortunate that uh, the hospital I went to. Brook Army Medical Center here in San Antonio. Bamsi. Probably, if not the best burn hospital, one of the best burn hospitals. I was fortunate to go there. My insurance basically is paying for most of it. And that's another thing. Are you prepared with uh, good insurance and stuff like that? Um, And they have trained my wife on how how to perform wound care. While I'm at home. And she does a fabulous job. So have you thought about these types of things? Is this part of your preparedness? I would think. That for a lot of people. It's probably not. Part of their preparedness. So now from a shooting perspective. What do I do? What do I do now? How do I shoot now? You know. What is my. Practicing. Right now. And. These are all big things to think about. And I want to use this podcast. I'm going to keep it short, but I want to use this to get you to think about this kind of stuff. Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself for what happens if the stink hits the fan. We, we don't want it to happen, but we know it's probably going to happen. And a lot of people, when they, when they prepare themselves, when they're survival-minded people... A lot of them don't prepare their se- themselves medically and financially. Many people they they just they just neglect that. And if you're if you really believe in the art of self-defense, like I do, self-defense with a firearm and even with non-lethal um, methods, you you've got to prepare for the worst, and you got to practice for the worst. You know. Sometimes I laugh and then sometimes it's kind of a shame when I see somebody that can't shoot one-handed. And they can't shoot with both their right and their left hand. They can't shoot while they're sitting. They can't shoot while they're kneeling. They can't shoot while they're laying on the ground. Only way they can shoot is when they're standing up and they got the perfect stance and the perfect grip. Well, I can't do that. I can't get the perfect stance. Okay? I can't move off the x Right now, so that's something else I got to think about. How do I defend myself? My, myself, I can't. I can't move off the X. Okay, my my body just won't allow it right now. So I got to get out and practice that. And I've been thinking about that, and I've been, you know, talking to some other people and watching some good quality videos and things like that. And I remember back when we had the um, the disabled guy come to our class, I remember what we taught him. So now that's on me. So I beg you to think about that kind of stuff. Prepare for that kind of stuff. Uh, That's pretty much all I wanted to say. I'm going to be back out there. I'll be, when when I get back out there, and I'm getting pretty close to 100%, I'm going to do some videos on it. And I'm probably going to do a video real soon about this subject. So I'll probably put something on YouTube pretty soon. For those of you that don't follow my YouTube channel, please do. And check that out. I got like a hundred videos on there over the past years. And I would love to have you as a subscriber and a viewer. Just search Handgun World on YouTube. I'm pretty easy to find. And uh, I want to make one more call for feedback. What... What do you guys think of this? What do you think of this? And uh, what's some of your feedback on this? Thanks for listening, folks. I'm Bob Main. You just listened to another episode of the Handgun World Podcast. Please remember, shoot straight, shoot safe. Most importantly, read your Bible every day. I'll talk to you again next time. Thanks.